Hello, folks out there. This episode of the podcast is partnered by Audible. Greg, you know what I love about Audible? What do you love about Audible, I don't have to pick up a book anymore and carry it around with me. In fact, I carry it around in my phone, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They literally keep thousands of titles right on your phone, accessible at any time, when you're driving, when you're cooking, when you're mowing the lawn, changing a diaper, doesn't matter. It's all right there at your fingertips, John. They've got podcasts, they've got lectures, they've got some like health and wellness and like fitness series on there that if you just are looking for something to fill that gap, like you're not getting into a book right now, it's all there for you, man. If you're a member, Greg, what's cool about it is you get three titles per month. The first one, you can pick whatever you want. Like I've said, I'll probably start hitting up some of those health and wellness books. And then what's awesome is they have two Audible exclusives exclusives folks you can't get it anywhere else it's true that is very true so if you guys want to get on the audible train you can go to audibletrial.com slash j-a-t-g that stands for johnny and the greg hook yourself up with a 30-day free trial no promises no nothing if you don't like it which i can't imagine you're not going to like it um it, you can cancel at any time but the great thing about that is the books you get during your free trial or if at any time those books are yours like you get to keep them you can listen to them non-stop anytime all the time sounds like a deal to me man so if you guys are smart like i know you guys are because you already listened to this podcast sign yourself up guys what do you got to lose it's 30-day free trial yeah. and it's books it's knowledge you gotta drink it up it is so one more time, it is audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G. We are springing forward into this week that is actually quite crazy. Greg, Drew Brees retires. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day was Wednesday. Happy St. Uh -huh. Patrick's Day to everybody out there that the party. We don't party anymore, but um, but we party. You know, I'll I'll drink at home. I, I yeah. will hoist my cup to to Clan McGinnis and yeah. the Ulsters. Yeah. If this is coming out on Thursday, which it usually does, that means the Snyder cut drop today the falcon and the winter soldier are tomorrow wow and the greg is back from vacation it is yeah yeah Sport, was sporting it? it was great yeah uh sporting my new gryffindor quidditch sweater oh you I, got suckered in huh bud oh man we got suckered in pretty hard not suckered yeah. because we knew exactly what we were doing um or but we're just okay. big, yeah oh yeah we're big fans we're huge fans of the harry potter series um the, here you know the series the the movies the books the magical creatures um never really got much into the video games but how how much um, uh, how how much time did you spend in hogwarts compared to everywhere else oh at least half of our time so 50% of your time at the universal theme at park universal studios at i hogwarts. I would say Diagon Alley, and then we went to Hogsmeade. No, what's Diagon Alley? Is this something? Di Diagon, no, Diagon Alley was actually the first one they built. That's the one you've been to, with all the like the shops. Yeah, and the, yeah. they've got the dragon that you know is on yeah. the on the bank. It's fire, and you can feel the heat. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So I I had been there on a business trip, uh, like four years ago, and. So this was my opportunity to take my family, but I had only been to the one side. I only, I only went to the universal side um, because I had like a day to kill before my conference. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, well, while I'm here, I'm going to take advantage and go to universal studios. And uh, so I kind of knew where I was going, but like my kids just lit up when they walked in. Like oh, we that has to be cool. And we did the strategy. We did the, Okay, we're when we get into the park, we are going straight there because that's the ride that's going to fill up the fastest is Escape from Gringotts. And the kids are like, "Okay, yeah, cool." We make it there. They they're following me cuz I know where I'm going the most. Yeah. And 
we walk through the kind of the fake wall and you come up and it just kind of opens up and they got the music playing <clears throat> and yeah, they just, their eyes got big. My, my oldest daughter, who's probably the biggest fan was just like, Oh my God, it's like, it's real. I mean, just really. That's cool. Cause watching, knowing your oldest daughter, yeah. she comes across very mature and I think it would be very fun to watch her turn back into a kid. If that makes yeah. sense. Every, everybody, everybody did. Um, Good. My Good. wife was like, wow, like down to the very last detail. They have this, they've got this down. I was like, so oh, she yeah. was impressed. They were in awe. <clears throat> yeah. And you and were like, we did, welcome. Yeah. I was like, look where dad has brought you. <laughs> uh, and we did, we went straight to the ride as quick as we could. And like you walk in and, and this is the thing that has changed in since you and I were little kids, you and I were little kids and we go to like uh six flags, great America, probably yeah. in Gurney. And like, if you were standing in line for a ride, it was just a metal bar that you zigzag through and then you yeah. get to the right. That's it. Yeah. Well now like designers are like, no, let's make this. I mean, they're waiting. And, and in some cases these rides, take over an hour sometimes two hours to get in depending on how popular it is yeah you remember remember there were like batman when it first came out at oh yeah times. that was a three and a half hour wait yeah and yeah. it was cool too because they played the soundtrack and you got to see the it, car. it was it was really the first ride that i remember doing this where they tried to make it an experience while you're waiting yes so yes. in batman you're in like the park setting like gotham park everything it's nice and then you go behind this one wall yeah. And then it's like back alley sewers graffiti. It's the dark side of Gotham. Right. And in in Gringotts, the escape from Gringotts, it's like the bank. You've got animatronic uh goblins doing banking. They're talking to you as you walk through. It looks like it looks like the inside of a really nice bank. And then you go down into like the dungeon, or not the dungeon, but like the kind of like the the vaults. And they yeah. have all the vault doors and then the music changes and you know, it it was just cool while you're waiting to look at all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but we hit it perfectly in that obviously some people are choosing not to travel and it's a limited um I I think it was limited entry into the park. We still I mean, we got in just fine. Yeah. Uh, but Do you we have any butterbeer? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But we didn't wait over an hour for anything. I mean, yeah. we were just, and so our first ride through the, the biggest ride on that side of the Harry Potter, ride, We went on and we were zipping through all that stuff. We waited like, you know, 15, 20 minutes, maybe got on the ride, got off. I'm like, it still says it's a 20 minute wait. Do you want to go again? Sure. So we went straight in again. Yeah. yeah. And I think in total, we rode that ride five times. That's the, cool. That's cool. Yeah. So it was a good week. It was great. Yeah. And yeah. then I, you know, going to Superhero Island, I got to see, I mean, my comic nerd kind of shown through. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it was great. My, my kids, when they got into the shops, like the Hogwarts shops. Yeah. Every one of them wanted their own wand. Everyone, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, my, yeah. my youngest daughter had a birthday, um, the week before we went. Mm-hmm. And we had asked her, do you want to buy, we can get you Christmas gifts at home. Birthday or you, gifts. Or birthday, birthday gifts. gifts. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Birthday gifts. We can, get, we can get you that at home. Or we can just wait and you can pick out some stuff at Universal. She's like, I'll pick up stuff. So she puts on a, a, a class robe and she's a Hufflepuff. She took the tests and everything. So she puts on the L. She's like, oh, I'm getting this. And okay, sure. That's your. And then my oldest daughter was like, I'm just going to try one on. I'm just going to try one on. I just want to see. She stands in front of the mirror. The mirror talks to you. It was like, ooh, you look great. She's like, I do look great. And she's like, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> and she had her own. I mean, she's a teenager. She's got she had jobs. She saved up money. She's like, I'm going to buy it. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. And they were both just elated. Cool. With the tiny thing. Yeah, my experience at the <laughs> Harry Potter part of the theme park was I went down there for work. Uh, it was Ursula and I, and the somehow the company had a private showing. 
So we went Ooh. at night. Nice. We went at night, and this was like I think it was going to open up. I think it was like it was like literally brand spanking new, and this was almost like a test. We were almost like the test people. You're the beta test, yeah. Yeah. So we walked in there, and there were zero lines. So they had this one ride where it was kind of like the Spider-Man the ride, but it was way better. Way like that's that's escape from green gods. That's the yeah, ride. okay. It's like when the dragon breaks through and like the mm-hmm. uh, yes, okay. So that's what we did. Um, I think we while we were waiting, I think you're right. There's this place where it actually starts snowing on you. I mean, it's bubbles, but it snows on you unless yeah. they've changed all the insides of the I don't ride. remember it that was probably part, like but... seven years ago. But the story that I, I always tell everybody about that is I warn people when they go there. <laughs> if you're not Harry Potter fans, I mean, go there. It's it's a fun time. It's an experience. If you've seen one or two movies, you'll catch up on everything. Sure, you won't be yeah. like diehard like you guys are where you're picking out the details, which is very cool for anybody that is a geek about whatever oh, their yeah. thing is. Um, so you go there. My, uh, my Ursula and I go there. And we take some butter beer. We hate it. It's way too <laughs> sweet. Way it's too. Sweet. It's a cream yeah. soda with like caramel. Yeah, you know, um, and we think that did something to us because (laughs) the next thing we know in Florida, we're buying scarves. We are buying wands. I bought a wand that has my birthday to it. And Mm -hmm. we took all these tests and, and I, you and Greg, you've heard this, you've heard the story many times. I'm telling the audience members, we literally walked like, you know, in Islands of Adventure, it's you can literally tell when you're walking into a different theme park, correct? Versus um, Harry Potter. So literally, the minute we literally crossed the threshold, we stopped. And I'm not exaggerating about any of this. We stopped. We looked at each other, and we're dressed in Harry Potter gear. We got wands, and we go, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> What just happened? We're not even Harry Potter fans. What's going what on here? Do? What what did, what happened here? Like I have like four wands here, and I got yeah. a scarf. And what what what's going they on? And she's like she's like I don't know. I don't know. I don't even like this snake Slytherin thing. I don't even like this. I go. I know, honey. I don't I don't know what to do with this. So we ended up giving it to you guys. I think we gave yep. a scarf. I think I gave the scarf to Aaron, who's a big fan. I think he got it for his daughter. Or gave it to his yeah. daughter. Whatever. We got rid of the stuff. Feel better about it now because it's gone to better homes. But for those of you that aren't Harry Potter fans, watch out. Yeah. Because that place will whip you up. And next thing you know, it'll spit you out. And you have Harry Potter tattoos. And you have glasses just like <laughs> Harry Potter. And you have scarves. And you have hats. And you have robes. And you have wands. And all of that shit. So be careful. That's all. That's my. Yeah, we we oh, definitely knew what we were getting into. I mean, I'll post a picture on our, on our Instagram, um, our, at the resort, our like dining room table was just absolutely full of shopping bags that the kids, I mean, you know, we didn't just shop at the Harry Potter stuff, but it just but, full. But for you full. guys, that's, it's, it's what you wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so that, that's cool. if, if Harry Potter had been a Disney property, we probably wouldn't have gone to Universal. I mean, okay. Universal has some great stuff. I mean, and I'm a huge movie fan. Uh, my son is a big Jurassic Jurassic Park fan, so he he was very much into that part of the the theme park. The Kong exhibit was actually really cool. I enjoyed that. Um, but really, the draw for us there was was Harry Potter. Cool, and yeah, it was great. I mean, if I can only imagine what happened to my kids how they lit up and I knew what to expect. It, that's going to be me. Uh, if, and when I ever make it to the star Wars land. Yeah. I can see it, you like in, yeah. at the Kim, Disney, my sister, Kim still talks about it. So yeah. And I'm gonna, waiting for them to do a Marvel thing for me to go completely nuts. Yeah. That's going to be my freak out. And, and I was trying to explain to my, they're like, dad, why are you not more excited about this? Like what's, what is, I'm like, I'm like, do you remember? I'm talking to my my oldest. So, do you remember the Mandalorian when 
Luke Skywalker. By the way, spoiler alert for those that haven't seen the last episode. <laughs> it's been long enough. Yeah. Um, when Luke Skywalker just like just his X-wing flew in, and I was like, oh, I think this Luke Skywalker. And then the the green lightsaber lit that, and I just went apeshit. I was a I was a little kid. I'm like, it's Luke Skywalker. We're seeing Mister Skywalker. Oh my god! And now, were you saying that out loud, out. or were you saying? That oh no, no, it was it was. I was like, okay. <gasps> it's Luke. It's Luke. I mean, just did that put your nuts. family off? Were they like, what the hell's going on with him? Uh no, because I think they were like, wow, dad's dad's getting into it. Dad's geek. I mean, okay, yeah, dad's just tripping out, and, yeah. and you know, while they were still laughing at it because me being all geeked out and excited um they know exactly what that feels like when they see stuff that they love yeah when you came here before you guys hit the airport and you took Mm -hmm. off i remember getting upset at you because every time (laughs) i try to throw something anything marvel or or dc at you you don't seem excited it's not like you don't seem not excited but you don't seem geeked out like how i get sometimes and it bothered me because I remember I remember me, okay, and I remember how I always wanted to see see them pull it off. And I think if I'm being honest, what Marvel did exceeded my expectations of what could ever happen. Mm-hmm. And each time um I was expecting, okay, this is when they're gonna fuck up. All right, this is when they're gonna take it, take this, it. Yeah, this, this is and they didn't. It never happened it, to me. I'm not. Am I saying that every Marvel movie was perfect and every situation wasn't? Insert the Inhumans. No, <laughs> it's not. It it wasn't all perfect, but it was good enough to where you walked away from probably every movie in the movie theater feeling okay. All right, they worth uh, my money. Yeah, worth, worth my, my money. money. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm excited to see how this connects or what clue I was given that I'm excited for the next one. Anyway, my my point was you never seemed excited, and I think I figured it out. Is it because you're ready to get disappointed? Like you're setting yourself up to be disappointed so that when it happens, it doesn't crush you. I think that's part of it. And and I think part of it is the, I mean, they've set that bar. Yes. And and to the point now where I'm like, you know, and we've got, we've got new, you know, Falcon winter soldier coming out. I, I just saw some stuff on black widow that is for sure coming to theaters in May. Yeah. And it's one of those things where I'm like, with every, with every Marvel film that comes out, all of the press that they put out, it is the best Marvel film ever. And I'm like, not possible. Can't the, like the latest one can't always be the best one ever. And so I always kind of hold my judgment and, and expect, I expect there to be all I did. Well, maybe not recently. I remember saying that when, uh, I've heard them. Oh yeah. No, I think now, (laughs) <laughs> I've thought for a long time Black Panther got really hyped and I don't get mm-hmm. it. I thought it was a good Marvel movie. It was a Marvel yeah. movie, which is actually a compliment. If you call it a Marvel movie, yeah. that means it's a, it holds up to all the other ones. Now, there's always going to be one or two that eclipse everything else, but mm-hmm. Black Panther to me was just a Marvel movie. It was a good movie. <laughs> right. I'll watch it again. Anytime it's on, I keep it on, but it wasn't one of those where I walked out going, oh, my God, I've been changed. changed everything. Yeah, no. Yeah, I don't look at the world anymore. Like, Wakanda forever. I, You know, that's not, no. My, kind of that, that looking for the failure, I think is with each new phase, I'm kind of like, okay, where are they going? What are they going to do? Like, yeah. where are they? I watched a YouTube video today kind of, picking apart WandaVision mm-hmm. and how that's going to lead into a lot of this new phase. You think she's being bad guy? Uh, I think they're going to toe that line. I think, I think they are. I think but, they're going to toe that line with us and like, is she bad? Is she not bad? Is yeah. she bad? Well, I understand why she's bad. Is she, yeah. is she a good person just doing bad things? Yeah. Like, 
one, like, well, having, let's just disregard for, for that. Yeah. You lose your family and you have the power to bring them back. Right. You probably do it. You do it. It's the idea that she enslaved that entire town to do it. Yes. And did not apologize. And was kind of like, yeah, she, it wasn't even like a, sorry. Didn't, yeah. Didn't mean to do My that. Bad. <laughs> she was just kind of like, yeah, I did that. And then yeah. just kind of flew away. Yes. And so, and that's kind of that. So what, what I'm thinking though, the, in the setting up for disappointment. Yes. Is they're going into a multiverse. And traditionally in comics, when you deal with, you know, multiverse, other universes, even like a clone saga, I mean, anything like that, yeah. you're, you're tempting fate to just screw it up. Now they've had a great track record and this is like, it doesn't matter it, it, to them it, or I guess to the money people, it doesn't matter. They're going to get my ticket money because it's a Marvel film. It's a superhero film coming to the theaters. So you're waiting, you're waiting for the cliff. <clears throat> Maybe I'm not waiting for it. I'm just not going to be surprised when it happens. Oh no, no. I, you know what? I won't be surprised. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm a little <clears throat> bit with you in terms of, I expected it. I expected when I walked into infinity war, there was a part of me going, what if they don't pull this off? What if and, you walk in here and you're like, Oh my God. You know, um, or end game. How are they going to end that? How are they? And I'm not saying it's the perfect way to go. Um, I think time travel, I think anytime you insert time travel, it's, it's one of those things you could screw it up easily. You could, well, they did screw it up. They did because there's a lot of unanswered things. Sure. There really is. Like if you watch it again, like again, I don't know if Steve Rogers at the end, if he went back, he replaced everything, stayed back there. Did he exist in the current timeline or did because he stayed there, he created a new timeline? Or if you remove one of those objects, that's where it becomes a different right. timeline. I don't know. To to me with I don't care enough. There's there's enough um like you, like you said, points of disappointment. I still like the entire series. I still like yes. Endgame, but I, I still look at it and go, "Man, did they waste the Professor Hulk? Hulk. Absolutely yep. wasted him." Yeah. And as one of my favorite characters, I go, "That's disappointing." You know, that's yes. Professor Hulk in the comics was like not my intro into comics, but I was a pretty young reader at that point, and that I was like, your... this could be super cool. Yeah, and it wasn't. Yeah. So, so, it's yeah. Fun. So things that I get, like things that I'm excited about, like I'm really getting jazzed up to see, um, is the steady increase in coolness for like the Godzilla films. And now we've got Godzilla versus Kong coming out in a couple of weeks. And then, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I want, I'm excited, that. but I am very hesitant on that because I that, already don't like a certain thing that is confirmed. When you first told me that your son had a theory about it, I thought, oh God, I hope they don't introduce that thing. But yeah. it's it's gonna be there. I've already seen the toy for it. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be there. And I'm like, ugh. Yep. But um so I'm I'm a little bit hesitant on that one. I am excited to see it because I was blown away and I I've, I've, t- I've we've talked about this in other podcasts. Um and guys, hang on. We're going to be hitting a bunch of stuff there. We're going to talk about the Snyder <laughs> cut, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um and kind of where all that is going and then uh, a little small tribute to Drew Brees who is one of my favorite uh NFL players of all time. And uh so stay tuned for that, okay? Um what was I talking about, Greg? Uh, something coming up, your excitement for Kong versus Godzilla. Oh. oh, so I'm excited, but I am not, but you're reserved. Yeah, I'm reserved. <coughs> you know, I'm reserved. Um, but let's talk about the Snyder cut because it dropped today and, uh, it's getting, it got great reviews. Uh-huh. Um, and I, the reason I want to bring this up is we, we've done an entire podcast on this, and I think I want to highlight a little bit, go back to it, and highlight a little bit of this could change the game moving forward. It it could, and I think I know where you're going, and I kind of doubt that it will. 
But that being said, I haven't watched it yet. I mean, it's right. a four hour. It's a event. yeah, it's a four hour event for sure. Um, that will not be digested in four hours in my house. It will right. be snippets. Um, which side note, I really like that idea. You know, you and I, we grew up getting an issue every month yeah. and having to wait another month until yeah. we got the issue. And that's kind of no binging anything. Yeah. And that's kind of cool about the Disney plus series. And I don't, are they going to, is it all in one? No, it's all they're, four hours. Yeah. It's, or they, they're dropping it all at one time. Oh, that's so you, you can binge it or you can, you can choose okay. to. Okay. So, but it. I like what Disney does because it keeps you coming back every week. It's smart. And if you want to look at Wanda vision as a, six issue comic book um i hear uh, we'll get to falcon and winter soldier but th- it's also six it's actually a pro- that's probably like a six hour movie well wandavision together they're everything is going from from marvel series they're all going to be six hours but it's how they how they present them right it is different yeah and i like it i think that's cool i it's like mm-hmm. looking at digital comic books really i mean minus the yeah. art well and I mean, the business end of that is that they're keeping subscribers. You, well, not no, only that. One, not one, I, no one is going to subscribe to Disney Plus for a week or a weekend, watch all of the show, and then drop it. I mean, right. They're going exactly. to keep them the entire time. Exactly. And and that's what I mean by the game changer. Like, there's a couple of things. Okay, this Zack Snyder thing. I don't think people might not realize this. Um, it wasn't ever going to happen. And through fanfare, it has. Yes. And that's a big thing, man, because Warner Brothers, somewhere along the line, somebody was willing enough or dropped their ego enough to lick their wounds and go, yeah, you know what? We fucked up. We we put too much interference in that movie. We didn't let him tell his entire his entire scope of what his plan was. And I you know, what's funny with all these four years of it, because it came out in 2017 or something. And there's this now this there's this acceptance to whatever he's putting out. I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. And that's fine. It may not be the Batman I want. It may not be the Superman I want. It may not be the story I want, but let me watch the whole thing and then see why. Oh, is that why Batman's like that? Is that Mm -hmm. why Superman's like that? Is that why, you know, so that's that that's really interesting um i hear it's getting good i hear it's getting good reviews mm-hmm. and if it gets good a good enough review i'm already seeing hashtags saying release the snyder verse meaning finish this because yeah. guys it hangs on cliffhangers and from what i understand and this is a small very very small spoiler that's not even really going to make a difference it there's multiple cliffhangers within this movie so there's a lot of answers <clears throat> there's a lot of questions that need to be answered and it won't be answered in this movie, but from what I understand, the plot is very much the same. It's just spread out to add character depth so that you understand who these people are, mm-hmm. you understand what they're trying to do. But going back to my point of that, this is a game changer. My first thought of is what happens if Josh Trank, I think his name was, what happens if the movie didn't interfere with his fantastic four? Would it have been better? Would it have been worse? Like that, does it open the door for people like that to sit there and say, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Does that open? Um, I'm not talking about just comic books. Anytime the studio has destroyed a director's vision for a movie, right? Does it open the door for that? Does it open a door or a small little door to where now you can go onto these subscription services? And not only does this, in my opinion, work better for comic books, but this can work better for any movie that want to tell their story that maybe the story is five hours long, but mm-hmm. the studio's like, no, it has to be an hour and a half. And that's where I, I don't know. I mean, what, what we've seen in the recent years is the effect that fandom can have on shifting studio, um, studio money, studio opinions. Mm-hmm. And, the biggest one I had seen before the Snyder cut was actually, and I, I, didn't, I haven't even watched the film, but Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. 
Okay. They the they dropped. It was a big deal. I mean, Sonic's one of the biggest video, most recognizable properties in video games. Mm-hmm. Sega. Yep. Yeah. Right. Right under. Right under Mario. Mario. And they did a movie. It's like they did the build up to the preview. They released the preview. You saw the character design for Sonic, and it everybody went, "That's fucking stupid." Mm-hmm. Like it's so different. They're like you. You're animating a blue, super fast hedgehog. And Why you not? Make it, didn't they also try to make him look like real? Yeah, like they gave him teeth. Yeah, like, instead of like, cartoonish. Why, why don't you make it look just like, like the video game? Yeah, and they and somebody, you know, some somebody had to submit that design. That design had to go through multiple approvals mm-hmm. until the studio said yes this is the design that we're gonna do and so when it came out and like the cgi was well on its way to being finished yeah and the fan reaction was so loud that the studio went oh shit yeah we if we keep this they're not going to go see the movie right we got to change it right so they they pushed back the release date they brought in more animators to change sonic to what the fans wanted to see yeah and it worked well enough that I saw today they announced a sequel. Oh, shit. So you're going, okay. So Hollywood is recognizing the power of the people because I think now we have so many options. Like, like I don't have to go see a movie because I can get my I can get my superhero fill from somewhere else. Yeah. Like if, you're if right. I did if I didn't want to watch Marvel, okay. I'll go watch the boys on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> or something exactly. along those lines. No, no, I, I know what you're saying. So and I, I and I keep wondering, would this happen? Because now I think I don't I this think couldn't have, only, this couldn't have happened ten years ago. This couldn't no. have happened ten years ago. No, and I think we have a lot of YouTube to say to that. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they judge how a trailer drops by how many likes versus not likes it gets. Dislikes, yeah. I mean yeah. or just you know in an instant, someone can create a hashtag, you know, of, you know, fuck Sonic or whatever it is that's trending higher than your market, your, your market research created hashtag to support your film. Yes. And then your film's getting nothing but bad press. Yeah. So, so really they, that community, the, the power of the community is, um, actually working in, in our favor in this case. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think, I, um, I think part, part of the reason, like, you know, with justice league is a unique animal because like the movie was unfinished from the beginning. Like Zack Snyder had to take time off for, to deal with family mm-hmm. tragedy. Yes. And, and rather, you know, and it became a money decision from Warner Brothers rather than say, hey, you know what? Take your time. We'll finish this film. Like, you know, negotiating, like, if we give you three months, if we give you four months, you know. Right, right. They said, no, we need to keep on our release date. Mm-hmm. And we're going to bring in another director who's now a disgraced director and, yes. and make him finish it or, or allow him to finish it the way. And, and then it, it wasn't even Snyder's vision anymore. No, it that's, wasn't. That, I heard 70% got... of it was, <clears throat> resh- yeah. was reshot. You know, and that's what got me. Like, if, I, I guess I thought, even when I was, you know, rewind back in time, and I'm like, they're going to bring in um, Joss Whedon to finish it. I'm like, okay. So it's it's Snyder's vision as told by Joss Whedon. And that's not what it was at all. No, it, it was, wasn't. It was Joss Whedon saying, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm not doing any of that. I'm going to do what I want to do. Right. And it just made for a very odd film. Now I, I watched it the other day and I'm still looking at I'm like, I like that part. I like that part. That part's not bad. I mean, still kind of going through pieces that I liked. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really interested to see what this four hour and I've tried to stay pure. I've tried not yep. to look at screenshots, other previews, you know, I, I don't want to see that because I want to experience it. The the thing that's going to get me the most, <clears throat> and I sent you this video today where they talked about the aspect ratio. You know, everybody's got widescreen TVs now. 
where the letterbox is on the top and bottom, if at all, because it fits your screen. He went back to the old, like, uh, I I I can't remember the aspect ratio. IMAX. He went IMAX. Well, he went IMAX, but what that does is that it creates black bars on the side of the screen. Oh. So it's going to be like you're watching an old school. Like, if you had an old, like like your old college TV, it would fit on there perfectly. Yeah. But it's not going to know. So is that that's going to bother you? No, I'll get over it. I mean, I'm going to notice it at first and then I'll right. get over it. Yeah. Um, but the his explanation was is that it's part of the storytelling is that, mm. you know, it's all about rising up. You know, that's what this the entire series of Man of Steel, uh, Beaver, uh, BDS, Superman, or and Justice, Justice. Like, yeah, all of that has been about rising up to an occasion so now instead of things being very horizontal they're going to be very vertical i'm like is that you making a conscious decision to do that or is that you just like this is what we did and now i need to make it sound artistic i think it's <laughs> yeah. a combination of both <clears throat> so i don't know so i yeah. again i'm i'm gonna watch it you know me too I'm absolutely going to watch it. I'm actually looking forward to it. I think I'm actually the only one that's excited <clears throat> in my house. I, yeah, I need, I need to decide. Yeah, I got to talk to my kids. I'm like, can I watch this without yeah, you guys? That's is, what I had to do. is this going to be something that you're going to be upset if I watch without you? Because I will stay up. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Ursula goes, you watch it. You let me know if I need to. I said, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, that, yeah. that's probably going to be the state in my house, I think. Yeah. And then uh, I think you and I can probably compare notes and run a podcast on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what this does. Does this give this? Does this jumpstart the DC mm. animated or not animated? Does this start the DC yeah. universe? Does this start it again, or are you going to let Snyder finish his vision? Is this going? I hear that if it if it does well, Jared Leto and Ben Affleck are going to do an HBO Max, the Batman. Like, see, and that's what gets me. I mean, because you mentioned Trank's uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, and I don't think that's fixable because, like, that cast has all moved out. I mean, that yes. was years ago. Yes. yes, I was shocked when Warner Brothers was able to bring this cast back. Yes, yes. To be you know able that to Affleck, uh, Ben, and Jared did it without getting paid. Yeah, I had read that. And, and I think one, you know, it shows you for both of them, A, that they really don't need the money. It, and yeah. and B, that's like they're in it for the love of the project. C, um, I think they really care about Zack Snyder. I think I've heard so. nothing but good things about that man. Oh, yeah. I've heard that he's a great cat. Yeah. I mean, that he's, he's cool to work with. Um, But moving on to like another like another Snyder verse movie with the same cast. <coughs> Granted, yeah, that's gonna be tough. that would be tough. And they're going to have to recast, um, cyborg. Cause one, from what I understand, he's like out, out, like he's pissed off enough of the suits. So like, we don't care if Snyder can try to get him back. Oh, um, I heard, I hear, it, uh, I hear it. His performance is like a big, it's a good, it's a big deal. It's a good deal. It's, yeah, he's the heart of the heart and the soul of the movie. Now, when I heard that, I was like, "Shit," because I don't like Cyborg. I never have liked that guy. Oh, really? Even when they break down his powers and how powerful he can really be, I'm like, oh, sure. "Okay." I I just I don't know why I don't care about that character. Well, he's they're replacing him with what should be Superman's role, and. Yeah. Because yeah. Superman is supposed to be the human side of the team, like yes. because because it's juxtaposed. He's the most powerful character of the team, but he's the most human person on the team, right? Um, and they're just trying to do that with other characters in in the Snyder cut. One thing that I think this that DC is allowing, and this is where I think Marvel won't go, and it eventually I think they're going to have to just because actors age. I want to bring that up, by the way, but go ahead. Yep. The like DC and Warner Brothers are allowing 
creators, filmmakers, actors to have different takes on the same character. Like when we're watching Zack Snyder's, you know, series of characters, we understand this is his take on the flash. Whereas his take Nolan's was also his take. And no, yeah, Nolan's was his take on Batman. The, the, the CW, the, the TV, the DC, the Arrowverse, those are their takes on the characters where Marvel is like, no, like we've got the Falcon in the movies. And that is the Falcon that you're going to see in a TV series. And that is going to be the Falcon you're going to see in the next couple phases. I don't know how they're going to do that. That's where I think you'll lose me. And I don't, because they haven't set it up for different takes on the same character. And And that's kind of the same in the comics too. I mean, Captain America has been the same forever. Right. But here's the one thing. And I, I, I thought about this this week when, uh, when I was thinking about this, because you and I have kind of not butted heads, but you're totally okay with them recasting everybody Characters. Yeah. eventually. Yep. I am not in the movie universe. Okay. Right. Um, and the reason I, I finally realized, like I, I would, I was breaking it down. Like, cause I understand <laughs> your point of view that, Hey man, there's going to be people that are going to want to see Iron Man and yeah. Richard well, and there's going to be Iron the, Man versus the James Doctor Bond effects. I mean, they just have to. I mean, right. if you want to see those characters, you have to recast them. But what they're doing right now at the MCU is what I think you and I technically always really wanted in our comic books. What's it really like when Iron Man doesn't come back? What's it really like when Steve Rogers retires? Mm-hmm. What's it really like? Like, how does life actually move on? Because we've never been answered that. We've gotten maybe a little an issue here, a series here on what if scenarios of, Mm -hmm. but it always goes back when Superman dies, you're not worried about it. When Batman dies, you're not worried about it. When they, when they destroy the entire universe, like DC has done in their comic books recently, you're not worried about it because you know, they're just going to reboot it. It's just going to start. And now it's new, fresh stories in a new age. And, and there's no, it doesn't grip you like it did as a kid. And I think the MCU grips you now because, all right, I still, and, and make fun of me all you want, guys, I still get a little emotional when Tony Stark dies in Endgame. I still do. And mm-hmm. if he shows up all of a sudden where now it's him, it takes that moment away because you know that in three or four movies from now, he's going to be right back there. It takes right. that away. There, there's no sacrifice and if you look at tony stark's arc the entire time it's perfect it's it's the selfish guy who ended up lying what uh the thing that captain america said you're not the type of guy to lay on the line yeah. lay on the line for everybody else you know what i'm saying is right now we get to see the effects of not having tony stark in a marvel universe we get to see the effects of captain america not being there anymore Right. And I think that's exciting, whether it goes in a good direction or it doesn't. And they're lucky because now they're going to start introducing X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Right. And, you know, and there was something that Kevin Feige said about Black Panther. He said, um, T'Challa, there will never be a T'Challa again. T'Challa. They're not going to, yeah. uh, T'Challa, sorry. They're not going to recast him because what he did was iconic for that character. Well, if he did that, if that was iconic for his three movies he showed up in, right? you can't tell me that Chris Evans wasn't iconic, Hemsworth isn't iconic, especially Downey isn't iconic. Right. And I don't disagree with you, but my, my point is, like, if, if they did standalone Iron Man films, like, not... Not integrated with the rest of the MCU, but if they did one like off, a, a one off or a three arc series like like Nolan, you know, okay. Nolan did with Batman, yeah. yeah, you know, if they did that with Iron Man, with like Luke Evans, 
from Dracula okay. Untold. Yes, yeah, I know who you're talking about. If they I did that, more with, Doom, but okay, you know, pick an actor with a mustache. Right. I don't yeah, yes. If <laughs> actor with a mustache. But if they did, if they did the recast, if they did that, would that upset you? If it if wasn't, you don't connected. give me an origin story. If you don't give me an origin story, if you don't make it seem like, hey, this is this guy's version of Iron Man. If you want to say this is Iron Man's continued adventures in between the MCU, but we obviously can't get Robert Downey because he was younger at this time or something. I'm cool with that. But I am not cool if all of a sudden you give me, you know, a man of iron and it's a retelling of Tony Stark's origin. I, that's right. not gonna. I'm not gonna be happy with. It. Now I get. I get the also the studio point. The studio point is here. I guess here's the thing. You ta- you're talking about how DC does a great job of setting up different versions of different people, and they've yeah. actually they've actually embraced the multiverse. So that might happen in Doctor Strange, where it you're gonna be. see the ultimate Tony Stark and you're going to, and that could be a completely different actor and you're going to go, Oh, I'd like to see what his adventure would be. Right. That's cool. I'm okay with that. But if they but, bring him into the six, they, one six or, or the Marvel universe, like if they bring <clears throat> like miles three, Morales, like miles, well, that wouldn't bother me. That wouldn't bother me. Cause that's a different character. Correct. If they brought, but you know, and they've talked about doing this. I mean, that we've heard the Toby d- Maguire. I'm not a fan of that, but I want to might I, might make an appearance. I mean, and that's Peter Parker, right? That but is that, Peter Parker. Yes, from I'm another not, universe. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. But I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt until I see it. Right. You know what I mean. Okay, if you guys think, think this is a good idea, <clears throat> I'm with you a little bit. When we start going multiverses and time travel, now it gets it gets to the tenth season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where you're like, okay, all right, like, yeah, time. nothing's off. Now all of a sudden she's a lesbian and she's an evil witch. Okay, like right. it just it it starts turning a little goofy, and yeah. Not that it's not goofy now, but it's 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 so much fun. And I think half of the part of the MCU that I love the most is I'm not disappointed by any of it yet. I'm not I'm still like I still walk out of something. Like I walked out of WandaVision going, Oh my god, they did it again. Mm-hmm. The other thing that could come up, and I don't think they got the nuts to do it, is the whole secret invasion thing. They do. That's coming, man. I know, I know, but I don't. Secret Invasion, like the comics, versus what they're going to do for the series. Oh, you mean when they find that spaceship and it's like full of I, the actual of it original? Yes, I don't think I don't think they're going to bring back Tony Stark and be like, "Oh, the Tony Stark that we knew was, was a scroll. scroll." Yeah. Well, the thing is, when they <laughs> die, they turn back to scrolls. Exactly. Yeah, so happens. So. Um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do secret invasion to where it's going to shake the universe as we know it because it's a Disney plus episode. It's Disney plus now Kevin Feige has said, and, uh, I'm getting all my information from that. The thing you sent me today, the, um, that guy, he, uh, it's always awesome or something like that on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he seems to be really locked in. I get from other I get my information from I think two other sources but um they it seems to me I've heard two things I've heard Feige's not doing fate they're not doing phases anymore they're just going to tell stories now okay. but it's going to connect I don't know how that works maybe they're wrong of that they're not doing phases cuz all I hear about is phase 4 or phase 5 but um I lost my train of thought what was I talking about? Well, you, they were getting information from like these in-depth YouTube journalists that are getting it. I mean, like the guy that I sent you today. Yes. He's already. Urgency awesome. That's his. Yeah. That's his. I was going to try to look that up. But he like he's watched. I mean, he had he had the, the Schneider cut. I think he went the Sunday before release and he said he had already watched it four times. Yes. So 
these people are much higher up the food chain than we are. Yes, absolutely. Um, we'd like to get in that food chain. So if you sure. guys want yeah. you know, send us Great. a week in advance, we'll review the hell out of it. Um, <clears throat> uh, but I, God, I don't know where we got, but anyway, let's, let's talk about, let's move on. Let's talk about, um, Falcon and winter soldiers. You see that the final trailer I sent you? I did. Yeah. What'd you think, bud? <clears throat> um, Oh, you're going to do it to me again. You no, no, no. I'm excited to see it. I would, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I was actually looking at more of the still shots. One, it looks like Anthony Mackie's been working out hard. Like he, he knows he's at gotta be cap. He's, he's moving up, uh, he's moving up some levels in the weights cause he looks rather, uh, like he's packed on some, yeah, he's jacked. Um, and meanwhile, Bucky looks like he's thinned out a little bit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, interested to see what they're going to do. Like the preview showed like a Captain America marching band almost. Yeah. And I'm like, what are they doing? And I know U.S. Agent is supposed to play into this. Summer. Do you know the guy that plays U.S. Agent? No. His name is Wyatt Russell. He is the son of Kurt Russell and Gold. Oh, Hall. cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He is. Did you just see that movie Overlord? Yes. With J.J. Abrams. He was the soldier that was kind of like the hero of the whole group. Oh, really? Like, he didn't live, you know, but right. he, he was like that one guy that he was the mission. He was the blonde-haired guy. Oh. I don't remember That's his face. Puzzle. I mean, I remember the character, but I don't remember his face yeah. off the top of my But, you know, definitely Kurt Russell's got great acting chops. So um, I look forward to seeing him. I mean, but the, the idea that they're bringing in that character. To mm-hmm. kind of like, so the Falcon is not, I mean, even though Steve passed the mantle, mm-hmm. the United States did not pass the mantle. Right. And I think so it's very interesting to see that. It is. It really is. And, yeah. you know, I'm more interested in how they're going to work in, because I mean, Baron Zemo is like full on Zemo. And I like it. Yes. Yes. I really like it. I like so that. I like I'm that purple mask. In, yep. Yeah. I'm interested in more the, I mean, they're showing the, the action shots, the yes. him learning how to ricochet the shield and stuff like yeah. that. And, and that interests me less. And I want to see the espionage. I want to see the cloak and dagger stuff that they're going to do. Yeah. I think what we're going to get is <clears throat> the winter soldier marries. I'm, I'm captain America, the winter soldier. So that type of feel. Okay. I mm-hmm. think you're going to get that type of feel with lethal weapon. The two buddies, Yes. I guarantee. What do you think the over and under is that at some point during that entire series, Bucky's going to say, I'm getting too old for this. I think that could be a pretty good. Yeah. A a pretty good nod. A pretty good chance of that. Now, um, my thoughts on it are, I wasn't that jazzed any trailer I saw. I was kind of like, oh God, they're just going to banter back and forth. This, this sucks. And then I saw this trailer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was the music or, or the act or the way they put it together, but I got really super excited for it. And, um, the only thing that turns me off a little bit is it, if you were to close your eyes and listen to Anthony Mackey, there's will in there. Oh, little Will Smith. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Just be careful about that. That's all I'm yeah. saying, Anthony. Yeah. Be the Falcon. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, the Falcon is not a, hey, man, what's up? He's not. Sam no. Wilson's not that guy. I never caught that. Now, I'm not going to say I, I'm not going to be a proclaimed Falcon expert in right. terms of the comics. But um, what jazzed me up about the trailer. <clears throat> wow. You know, I think I caught something on the flight. Um uh oh. Got that little tickle in the back of my throat. Um stick airborne? What? No, I didn't. I took some other stuff, but okay. not airborne. Um what what I liked about this trailer and that I, I mean for the action things that I'm interested in yeah. is how are they gonna utilize Falcon's wings as like other appendages? Dude. And what watching how they move mm-hmm. during flight, I think is gonna be that I'm got gonna, me ex- watching that. Yeah. I, I, 
I'm sorry. Finish your thought. Well, I'm I'm just going to because it looks like they're trying to hit like anatomically correct wings maneuvering in the air. I mean, and so I'm going to be interested to see how they do that along with like it making a shield or, you know, slicing something. I mean, whatever it is they're going to do. Yeah. There's um, one. No, it's interesting. Yeah. There's one part in the trailer where he almost, he, he's coming down and he knocks somebody down with his wing. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I, I'm excited that the way they're making him move, the way that they're, um, the only thing I hope they don't do, and this is part of Falcon lore, I hope he doesn't have to start having like a psychic link to a bird. No, I think they're doing that through technology. Yeah, his, which is fine. Red I'm, I'm cool I with think, that. I think that's what they're going to do. Cool with that. Now, um, here, here's the question I'm going to ask you real quick. Do you think Anthony Mackie, the actor, I heard that he was very hesitant about this role. Really? He was very, not about being the Falcon, but about doing Falcon Winter Soldier. He okay. was very, very hesitant because he says, I, don't, I didn't want to be the show where Marvel finally sucked. <laughs> like he said, I didn't want to put out shit. So right. he was very hesitant to it. And I, in, and I feel, all right, now hear me out now. Because I think it's kind of important. Okay. And I'm going to go a little race here because I think what's going to happen is there's going to be this back and forth between Bucky and Sam. And I think the whole story arc of Sam is, does he feel worthy carrying the shield and what it means? Yeah. And I think it's a good message to send out to people that, you know, Captain America, like there's nothing more Captain America than, you know, a, a black man holding up a shield and, and right. kicking ass and doing and doing good things. Um, so I'm excited about I'm excited about how they're going to use that. And I think Anthony Mackie understands that as uh-huh. an actor and understands right now in this temperament of what it's like out there that it's it's important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, I'm excited about it. And I can't I, I heard him say that he cried when he saw the final suit. That's all I'll say. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I, so. I'm excited because I think there's a lot of, like, the beginning banter. Like, you go back to Civil War. Yes. And watch the banter between um, Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yeah. And I thought that was fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. I I understand like even the lethal weapon reference you made that that's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then to add to that, Cap gave the shield to Sam. Yeah. Saying, "Okay, you're the next." Yeah, like, try this on. Yeah, I yeah. I you know, you're the chosen one kind of thing. I think Bucky's going to have some hurt feelings about that. Because from the comics, from the comics, mm-hmm. both of those characters have been Captain America. Yes. Have, have have wielded the shield, been given the title. Yes. So I think there's going to be some good storytelling moments that they can either completely play out or allude to, or there's just a lot of space in there that they can play around there really with. Is. Yeah. Um, if... I, if I understand the character as much as I sound like I'm trying to, uh, I'm an expert at it. Um, I think Bucky feels he's too dirty to do it. There's that. Yeah. He's done too much. Yep. Too much bad stuff. So, but at the same time knows that he can, he can use that shield if he needs to. Yeah, and not only that, so, but maybe that's his redemption, and maybe that's why he wants it. I want to redeem myself. Well, and I can't think of a better way than and maybe better at it. I mean, Bucky's yeah. enhanced. Bucky's yeah. an enhanced human now, and and Sam is not, right. unless they change something else in the first couple episodes, and that's why Mackie's so jacked. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but it should be good. Uh, we'll give our review on that as well as the yeah, next week's flyby. So, yeah, that's it, man. No, you want to talk about Breeze, man. 
I did. Thank you. Yes, this will be really quick. I saved this thing because I thought it was uh... when you you brought that up to me yesterday, mm-hmm. and because I was on vacation and ignoring the rest of the outside world. Yeah, uh, you I had I had no clue. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He like, retired. He retired. Like, what? He, he retired the day to the day that he accepted being a saint. Really. Yeah. Uh, so the day that he signed being a saint, when nobody thought he could throw a football anymore, yeah, he retired that day. Okay. So, yeah. Um, just a couple of things. Look, I'll just say this real quick. Drew Brees is one of my favorite NFL players of all time. Uh, he played 20 years in the league, I think five with the Chargers, destroyed his shoulder going for a loose ball against the Broncos, and there was a legit chance he was never playing football again. Mm-hmm. In fact... He was went in for the physical when Nick Saban, who is the Alabama head coach now, is probably going to go down as the greatest college coach of all time. He was the head coach of the Miami Dolphins, and the doctors told him, you can't sign this guy. He's not. He, he failed the physical. You can't sign him. It would be a liability. Yeah. So he could have been a Miami Dolphin. But what this guy did was he went to a town that really needed – somebody to lift them up and he did it and he's always worn himself with class um i've always really appreciated the way he took a loss i've always really appreciated the way that he would stand up there and and take whatever bullet you threw at him in terms of um i think one of the hardest things to do that nobody gets credit for and they're right i think they're waiting for you to crack or yell mm-hmm. or show your human side but 15 minutes after a tough loss to sit up there and answer, well, why'd you throw that ball in the third quarter that got intercepted? You know, you know, to a guy that's probably the, the most he's ever played was on his high school football team. And Correct. now he yeah. thinks he's an expert quarterback. You know, I think that's one of the hardest things to do. And I, this guy did it. I feel he did it better than, than most. So mm-hmm. Drew, I'm going to miss you. Um, you were fun. You were a Super Bowl champion. You finished as the all-time passing leader with 80,000 yards. Most all-time completions was 7,142. Only player with multiple 5,000-yard seasons. Okay? No one's ever done it twice. This man's done it five times. Yeah. Um, most seasons leading the <clears throat> NFL in passing yards was seven. Most consecutive games with a touchdown pass of 54. And you were the comeback player of the year, 2004. Drew, I loved you. Uh, I was always rooting for the Saints. So he's, enjoy your retirement. He's not going away. I mean, he's gonna, he got a job with uh, NBC. He's yep. going to be. So, well, and that, that's really when I, everything you just said about Drew. And I've never understood hating a player that's really good i mean you can hate their attitude but you got to be specific like just because i know people that didn't like drew Brees, but i'm like but he's really good that's like me and tom brady i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i hate tom brady uh or that i think he's a bad player because he's obviously not um and i'm not even gonna say i hate tom brady anymore uh but with drew Brees. Like what he did in New Orleans. I mean, not, like from a humanitarian effort. Yeah, is absolutely amazing. I mean, yeah. that, and that's the kind of thing that you know he could have gave up after his shoulder got annihilated. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see all the workings that brought him back, you know, what he was able to accomplish in the city of New Orleans, all of that would have been all that hinged on him, all that good that he did hinged on him just saying, no, I'm still playing football. Yeah. So they were really that close amazing. to leaving new Orleans too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that to me is, is absolutely amazing. Absolutely. So I'm happy that he's, uh, you know, he's not a player anymore, but I'm happy we get to hear him, you know, be an analyst and give his opinions. Cause I think, yeah, he's one of the masters of the game. Yeah. I, I really think he is. And there's a, would you, how would you, how would you rank him in your, <laughs> I mean, not that you're uh, you really dig into this, but I mean, right. what is he top ten to you or for um, you? Not that I've ever ranked the top ten. Yeah, 
Are you talking about just quarterbacks, or you mean like overall players? I mean, no, no, just quarterbacks. Um, like, yeah, there's a yeah, lot of definitely. talk that he's not a top ten all time quarterback, and I find that very hard to believe. You know, I would say he is to me, out of the pure fact that if you sat me like any given day, like call me up on a Wednesday at two o'clock, and say, Greg, I want you to name ten quarterbacks for me right now. Yeah, he'd be on be, Drew Brees is one of the first. He's in my the top five of that list, probably. Yeah. Um, and that just to me shows if if a I don't want to say passing sports fan, but if someone who doesn't keep that kind of knowledge in his head at all times, yeah. If you're in that category where you're in the top five, that means you've made a huge difference in that sport. Yeah, I just think um, I look, I I, I loved him in Purdue. Um, he, that was back in the day in, in big 10 football where it was, it was Wisconsin football all over the big 10. It was, you know, get big beefy lineman, run it down your throat. And Purdue came out with, they called it a, uh, a fast break on grass. That was their offense. Joe Tiller. I remember that. And in comes this guy and he's just. I think last year he just got his touchdown record broken. Like that's how far ahead he was in, mm-hmm. in terms of the big 10 anyway. But anyway, um, so drew we, I, I loved watching you, man. Um, and, uh, enjoy your retirement. I'll, I'll enjoy listening to your commentary for sure. Mm-hmm. I think that ends it, Greg. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So any last words, sir? No, not no. really. Uh, I'm, right. I'm g- taking. I'm taking suggestions for a new tagline. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll end one then. Everybody, get your vitamin D. It's important. Oh yeah, yeah. So. All right, for the Greg, this is Johnny. Thank you for listening. Johnny and the Greg podcast out, guys. Take care.